At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hi, I'm Dan Soder. And I'm Big J. Okerson. And you're listening to the best of the bonfire. Stay tuned to hear some of our favorite moments from this week. You can listen to the bonfire live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Also, be sure to follow us on all social media at The Bonfire SXM. The new season of Crashing, season three, premiering Sunday, January 20th on HBO at 10 p.m. Everybody, my old friends, Pete Holmes and Judd Apatow. What do you think he's doing right now? <laughs> Bill Cosby? Oh, man, fucking sharpening the back of a toothbrush. Fucking get extra cornbread. Here's what, what I, was, the- I, was, I was trying to figure out. Is he <laughs> bragging about being Bill Cosby or trying to tell people he's not Bill Cosby? I don't uh, know. No, I think they have him in a wing where he doesn't see any other Gen Pop. I think, like, I think he's, yeah, he's not in there. He's not in there with the animals. He's wow. I think he's got that milky eye just sitting in a corner telling old war stories, mm-hmm. smoking a cigar. Are you familiar with the 70s? <laughs> Son, pull up your pants. He's still telling them to pull up their oh. pants in fucking prison? They go, yo, man, I murdered a guy. I speak English. I speak English, and the ebotics will not work in this certain play area. Cell yeah, Block D speaks English. You're trying to think, think of uh, the worst stand-up material that you could do for Dove Davidoff for his character Jason and what we landed on on Crashing HBO Crashing which premieres January th- at 10pm Comedy Central Radio Sirius this is Big J there you go Dancing and uh, what we decided was the worst <laughs> bit that we, we made a stand a bit out of was Bill Cosby's graduation speech from uh, a long time ago where his big running joke was that he was mocking the concept of consent <laughs> <laughs> And I was, I was just thinking, like, so you gotta ask people? How's <laughs> that gonna work? And he literally did a whole routine at a graduation. Jesus, that's fucking. <laughs> Cosby did? Yeah. Wait, that's a real thing? No, yeah, and it's in a book. Like, he, he put it Cosby in mocked books. consent yes. at a fucking graduate. Talk about it. That. It's like what serial killers do to fucking wave a thumb in the nose of the detectives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That's the level of social. I sociopath. left y'all the clues, you ignored them for years. <laughs> just when they busted in his house in Philadelphia goes, it took you long enough. I've had the clues out there for years. He, he, he turned in a chair wow. and he goes, gentlemen, I've been expecting you since the late 70s. <laughs> 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 what took you gentlemen so long? I've gone through several plates of jello. <laughs> the bodies were all there. Everything was there. Even there. I started to believe I didn't do it. There it is. <laughs> he's, no. the snow, he's the snowman killer. That's what you said. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. They yeah, say, here it is. There's a whole article that they're pulling wow. up uh, where they, they found this weird uh, yeah, in the book. Speech. Yeah, in the book, uh, Cosby tells readers how lucky they are to have graduated since they no longer have to deal with campus sex police. In a chapter titled, No More Pre-Caressing Agreements, Cosby describes how silly it is that men need to get permission to have sexual relations with women they find attractive. I mean, say what you will about Bill Cosby. He stayed on brand <laughs> yeah. for decades. The guy operated on Cro-Magnon Law. Yeah, caveman Cro-Magnon Law. Cro-Magnon Law. <laughs> 
thump them over the dome and drag them on their feet so you don't mess up the feet with the thing and get the hair dragging with the dupe and the bing. I mean, it's fucking crazy. They gotta keep him by himself in prison. Yeah. Because everyone, I bet there's a lot of people that are like, Because they'll fuck anybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to fuck Dr. Huxtable. But he probably wants to be around people so he can tell his stories and brag. And Yeah. I was in the ice spy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're like, like, yeah, we saw it. It's an Owen Wilson movie. No, it was a Robert Cope. <laughs> Damn it. Now I wonder if- only one of my eyes can spy. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he pitched a stand-up night to the guys just to try to get a set in. <laughs> oh, I bet he, he did. goes, maybe for morale I can go up there and tell some jokes about how I took the ladies and I put them to the sleep and then the Wait, got to sleep on the fucking Yeah, it's just like, it's like fucking talent night. Yeah, in the- you do 20 minutes about that murder. Yeah, Richie over here is yeah. an arson. He's going to tell everybody how he feels when he sees the buildings burning and the crackling and the swish. Rashad over here did a drive-by and got to the driving and the shooting and the bipping and the booping and the bopping. Because he's a stand-up. You know he misses doing stand-up. He, he must want a gaggle of people around him all day long. Yeah. I don't think he's sitting alone in, in there. He's, th- he's, he's trying to volunteer somehow. Yeah, I'd probably try to pony up. I'll do them. the laundry. You would? You'd protect the cause? N- n- uh, and if I was like, oh, if I was in up there. on him, does that mean attack like, him? I, no, no, no. I'd try to be friends with him because you know there'd probably I'd, be some uh, good security. With his gen pop. I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> you think the ultimate punishment is he has to eat off-brand pudding in prison now? Uh, and then they just make it? They it's go, viscous in a way I don't care for. <laughs> and can they please be given to me sealed? I don't trust you. Uh, <laughs> but that is a hard thing when you've been eating from your personal chef for 50 years. Yeah. That's got to be part of what is unpleasant about. (laughs) And the beds, like the, you know, the beds, he's been wealthy for over four decades. So his beds are like this thick in padding and now he's just on that slime, that like thin slab. If you think Wawa is a store, you won't mind prison. Yeah. But if you've been been having a personal chef, like an omelet chef every morning. If you think Wawa is a store, you're just correct. Yeah. <laughs> and you just have traveled this great land. If prison food is like Wawa food, well then sign this guy up. <laughs> I'm going to shoot this guy in the head <laughs> yeah, yeah. right now. What are you going to do? Off DJ Lou? Yeah, I'll do it and on camera. <laughs> I'll do it on camera. You tell me I get Wawa every day and I get to talk to the cause? <laughs> I get to write my slam poems? Filling in the unofficial third mic of the bonfire, Pennsylvania's Sheets Nation zone, Shane Gillis. Yo, let's get it. Let's get it. Sheets um, Nation, R.I.P. Cooper. We out here. <laughs> oh, where is Jacob? I'm surprised he's not here fucking hard-eyeing you. I think be, Jacob, has a, Jacob has a thing for Shane. Does love Shane. He does, right? In we a way, make, like we would make good lovers. Just an old man and a young bull, just oh, getting dude. deep up in him, dude. You would, <laughs> just pounding him, feeling just all of them deep inside of Jacob, feeling all, his whole body wrapped around yours. I'd make him scream like Logano, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, there's no, no one can make him scream like Logano. Right when it first you, penetration. Would you ever let Jacob fuck you? Yeah, dude. I'm a generous lover. So, but would you start or finish? You're you the mean? bigger guy, so you think if you go first, maybe there's not a second round, but you let mm. him go first, there's a guaranteed second round. Mm. Yeah, I would take him from behind first. <laughs> okay, yeah. He... <laughs> I <thought> I <laughs> Dude, I get thrown off every time. I would finish. Yeah. He might finish. At the That's same time. That's how strong I would be. Do you, would you, my friend, <laughs> we, used <to> watch, <laughs> we used to watch high school basketball games, my buddy would get in my ear and tell me how he would fuck one of the dudes on the other team, <laughs> but like in a way where he'd be like, it's not gay, because he would be 
uh, missionary and his dick would rub up against my stomach, therefore getting him hard. And he's like, you, he's like, what if someone did that to you and you enjoyed it and you didn't want to? I was like, stop. We'd just be watching a high school basketball game. <laughs> he high he would just be kid. in my ear like, ah, dude. Jacob, we were talking about you and Shane's sexual chemistry. It's palpable. <laughs> mm. Dude, he's dressed up today? Yeah. I know. Listen, I know Jay. There's jealous Jay, but I'm jealous Dan now. Yeah. You didn't throw that on. That's a pressed shirt. You, you ironed good, that. Did you get that? Thanks, Where'd man. you get that shirt? Peter Manning. This is for guys Who under five eight. That, dude? It's for guys under five eight. That, really? That's the tiny man store. <laughs> 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 I didn't know there was a fucking little person shop. Why do you got to put it like? That? <laughs> I don't know. How did? Wait, what's the Peter soft Manning? turn about that? Is it Peter Manning? Just say you got well, it at Peter it's Manning. Changed my life. This store. Hello, welcome to Peter no. Manning. Well, you don't have to drop your voice. You okay. Hey, I'm, I'm Peter Manning, and I'm five foot two, you know but what? stout. It's Do they give you lollipops cut. when it's, you walk in? It's about the like, hey, little guy. About, Are you good at making chocolate? Michael J. Fox buys clothes there. Well, I don't know if he buys them. Someone. Oh, no, he's on the website. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's so demeaning going in there. At least big and tall, they're not well, hiding. They're off. like, yo, are you a fat fucking... <laughs> you fat as hey, fuck? Get in here. Hey, house. Hey, house, you want to buy a fucking jacket? <laughs> we got some big dog t-shirts oh, for man, you. You're going to be dead, so this material's not that good. <laughs> hey, Andre the Giant Disease. Your heart's going to kick and freak. Fun. Get out of Sears. Come down here. We got some fat shirts for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Little guy, they had to hide it. That sucks. Well, they have to put a name in front of it. Yeah. They're like, are you going to Peter Harrington? Oh, it's Peter Manning. <laughs> Dude, what, what if the it, fuck? Peter Manning. Well, good for Peter Manning. He's a little guy with a fucking head full of steam. Normally, I'm Banana Republic, but I'm telling you, it's just—it's all about the proportion. Like everything you like. It is when H&M, Everything's wider, and that they make the shirts make like a regular shirt will be a dress on me. Mm-hmm. It's just too much. So too if you long. sleep over at Shane's I house, I can just see him walking out in my sheets, camera <laughs> down to his knees. He goes, "Hey, baby, is there any iced tea in the fridge?" <laughs> Shane rolls over. Morning, lover. Ooh. Oh. I'd be filling that goatee up. <laughs> yeah. You guys would have passionate sex. It would definitely smell... Your, the post-sex would smell like ham. Of course. <laughs> Open butt and ham. Pre-sex would smell like ham. There'd yeah. be a lot of ham you smells. Shane and Jacob doing the whole like, yeah? Yeah? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you, when I saw Donald Trump lay out that fast food meal for Clemson yeah. University, immediately I was like, I know for a fact that Shane's way on board with this meal. I've, I couldn't have been more on board with that <laughs> fucking meal, dude. If you ever were wondering if fucking Shane was down with Donald Trump, he, he dropped all those hamburgers on Clemson. I mean, if there hadn't been multiple players on Clemson, they're like, wait, we're just getting fucking hamburgers and pizza? For sure. But most, I bet there was a good majority of guys that are like, fucking, all right, yeah. a Whopper. I get a Whopper and a fucking Chicken Asiago Ranch. And you get to hang out with Donnie Trump. No, there's no way he hung out. You think he just milled around? It was mostly white players. <laughs> so he definitely chilled. Really? There's none of the black players, what? A lot of the black players respectfully declined. They're like, I'm good. But the Very white guys are like, well, I'm well sure. I get to eat burgers with the man with yeah, four or five? Well, it is Clemson. There was a lot of South Carolina walk-ons that were probably like, holy shit, dude. So I just want to let you know I am a big fan of everything you're <laughs> yeah. doing. That's I sick. won that championship for you. Classic yeah. South Carolina, though. The black guys did all the work, and then the white guys went to the White House and were like, we did it. We did we're it. We one. are the Clemson <laughs> champions. Where's your running back? I am the running back. It's a fifth string <laughs> yeah, guy that's yeah. there for GPA. <laughs> He goes, my name is Tulsa McNulley the Third. 
I own this land. Dude, Trump daddy dishing out burgers. <laughs> That's, That's so funny. So sick. Look, he's in a to- he's like in his coat like he's leaving. He's single momming him. He's- like he's like, guys, dinner's on the counter. I'm gonna be right back, okay? Look I gotta him. run out. His dude, the fucking candles. outfits, dude. His outfits, whoever his tailor is, is out of their fucking mind. <laughs> he dresses like, he looks like the fucking caterpillar from fucking Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Every, his torso, dude, every he, jacket he wears, his he, torso is huge. He looks like multiple kids are hiding he, in always. him. Like, and they're controlling yes. him under a coat. <laughs> like if you opened it and it was eight-year-olds. <laughs> so like, and then it would make a lot of sense. Yes. If Trump was just filled with eight-year-olds, and they're like, what do you want to give Kenson? And he goes, hamburgers. I love hamburgers. <laughs> Like, get out of the way. The kid on the bottom's like, shut up. Dude, say like shrimp or something. Say broccoli, too. Add broccoli. Moms like broccoli. Give it away. <laughs> just kids are running Trump. Trump is Where's just your- clearly an autistic man. Yeah. <laughs> and people don't give, we should, as a country, should be very proud of ourselves for that's, electing the first autistic man. You think that's how the right should sell it? That's how the right should be selling it. They like, go, Listen, really? He's going to make some erratic choices. Good luck with your razor commercials. <laughs> yeah. We picked a special man. A special man to represent us. He's very special. <laughs> burgers. Burgers. They're like, how do we keep him out? Get a wall. Get <laughs> he goes, a wall down there. Bad guys don't like walls. He goes, just bad guys? <laughs> yeah. Bad guys don't like the walls. <laughs> Dude, I just the one head slap when he said hamburgers in the room. <laughs> like, what should we get him? He's like, hamburgers. Someone goes, fuck, fucking God. Damn it, dude. <laughs> just, can you get one right? Dude, what can this you... guy get one fucking if thing right? If he said right? tacos, that would have been better. <laughs> just spaghetti, something. Although, if he would have got fried chicken, that would have been the... I mean, if he would have had Clemson's football team and it got him... Everyone at CNN would have been playing Ookie Cookie in the oh, middle. Oh. Like, like, did he say chicken? Let's all just jerk off to it. <laughs> See, You just hear everyone at CNN come at the same time. Oh... <laughs> Atlanta is flooded with jizz. CNN. Oh, I said jizz and you looked right at Jacob. I will flood Jacob with jizz. <laughs> <laughs> is Atlanta the names of Jacob's butt? That- <laughs> oh, man. About to get biblical. Man. Hey, everybody. This is DJ Lou. On Wednesday's show, Robert Kelly filled in for an absent dance order with guest Mike Fanoia. And here they are talking about Louis C.K. with Jay. Enjoy. You know, I wanted to ask you about, because I listened to it today. I got a chance finally. We had... Uh, Judd Apatow and Pete Holmes in mm-hmm. the other day. Yeah, me and Dan, and we just didn't. We ended up talking about whatever, just having fun. But uh, we didn't get into. I mean, it's funny at the end of the show. The week was that in the show that make the show at the very end. I went. I would have totally asked him, uh, raked him over the coals about all that Louis stuff. But uh, I, I, Dan didn't want to. He was afraid. All right, everyone, goodbye. <laughs> 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 I just sat here and didn't say anything either. But. Uh, I don't really know what to, I mean, I, I'd be happy to have an argument with him about it. I just feel like I'm so out of his, like, atmosphere, Judd Apatow, that I'm like, I don't know. I didn't think of anything of doing it. But uh, yeah. I heard him and Norton. Did you listen to it? Well, I heard a little bit of it. It sounded them just him stating his case and Norton stating his case. I mean, it's, it's look, I, I stick up for Louie because I know Louie. He's a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know both sides of the story on all the events. Uh, sure. Most people know one side. Absolutely. And right. are judging it from there. And now he comes back and he does his stand up and I'm actually doing a couple shows with him just to kind of great so he doesn't have to go out there by himself yeah, and just have a buddy yeah, yeah. and uh, somebody to talk to after a show too man it's big he's working on his act yeah and he what is he supposed to do act ask permission on all his jokes and no. who is he supposed to do I don't understand this is that okay so there's a certain uh, ruling c- class of comedians that are in power right now that we have to run our jokes by no or and that's our hours that, and, by and the right. concept of that is ridiculous right. absolutely I thought there was Judd Apatow made one interesting point, I thought, and I, I, I'm fully on the thing. I, I can't 
wrap my brain around why he felt the need to express it. And he said, I think on the show a couple times, like, well, we can't like critique comedy. When I love to critique comedy, he goes, I don't think he should critique. I don't think a, you should be critiqued publicly by a uh, colleague. Right. That's well, what I think. So if, it's like it's like the manager of McDonald's like going on Twitter to shit on who's fucking up at the front desk. You know what I mean? Or whatever. But it's also you. The, the biggest part is that the it's McDonald's not, front desk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> in the lobby when yeah. you walk in. No, the, the <laughs> McDonald's foyer <laughs> next to the, the Scientology desk. <laughs> is the McDonald's front desk? Yeah, there's a Taco Bell desk. And, you know, Taco the, Bell, the, the kiosk. The yeah, fucking Happy kiosk. Meal concierge. You don't want to fuck that up. The um, I think that this is my theory. I'm not my theory. My my outlook on it is that it's not done. He didn't do a special. He didn't. It wasn't. All right, here it is. Right. I want you to see this, everybody, and judge me on this. He somebody recorded his thing a few months in to uh, the fucking most devastating thing that's ever happened in his life happened, mm -hmm. and you're expecting him to come out and deliver what? It's not done. You don't know where he is. You well, don't their know argument about it, he should be delivering some sort of like uh, acknowledgement There's of this whole TED thing and, and, and some sort of thing. Yeah, it is very weird. I do think the the core of shitty of this is that yeah. somebody recorded and put it out there. So I think it's yeah. weird that Judd wants to critique something and he also keeps going back to he said something about like transgender people too and the punching down and blah, 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 whatever. I didn't agree with any of that. What I found myself, the only interesting point I thought he made that I, that made me kind of perk up at, at all was, because it was something I said already about Louis. When I heard the Louis thing, yeah. or of it, I didn't really even hear the set. Yeah. Uh, whether the joke's funny or not, I don't know. It's, I know it's not done, so it doesn't matter, and Louis's brilliant. Uh, I do when I heard it was he goes yeah he was going at the Parkland thing whatever say mm. I was just like wow that's like a weird like I think forget like you know why are you going to something so I, I, all harsh things together just in this position it's like maybe I should write more of those like you know the, I mean he's got brilliant jokes about like peanut allergies do you know right. what I'm saying so it's like I think it's weird that he's like he's diving so hard I get the what can you do and I think he should have done it and he did it and and the repercussions are what they are but I think are ridiculous I do think they're ridiculous. I think the world getting behind and cheering behind that the girl who was the survivor of Parkland, like tweeting to me the chest out of going like, Why don't you come to my house and say that joke? Like because that would have never happened ever. <laughs> like you know, a Monica Lewinsky getting a suck in the president's dick uh like a slut joke, you're not gonna tell that at the Lewinsky family reunion. You know what I mean? Like if it's, you did, it's, you'd be a legend. You'd be a yeah, fucking man. Totally. What. If you went up and told that joke and that then dropped the mic and said, Boom, suck it. Sucking that president. Suck dick. that mic. <laughs> Bonfire. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> 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 I, I yeah, but here's the thing: is that it's not done. You, sure, you, that's that's. But my my biggest thing is this: is somebody recorded it and put it out there, and people are judging something that's not finished. It's a guy who's working on a new set that will be released. We don't know if that joke. I have jokes that I cut out that I didn't do in my hour that maybe wouldn't have flew or that I grew out of or was like, eh, I'm not into it or that's not really. The, it's it's a kind of hacky or cheesy, whatever it is. You're judging him like he released an hour on fucking Netflix. Which, yeah. that, that's what's yeah. shitty about it. But that's I'm saying, what's fucking no, whatever, But whatever the finished product is, is going to be uh, 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 hilarious ultimately yeah. and gaspy. Because that's what he goes with those subjects. That's what it is. It's a gasper. I get it. I, I understand the purpose of doing he that. Did a he did a pedophile joke on SNL. Right. Right. And, and because it made, because people laughed and the way he did it, 
we all said fine. Sure. Yep. Nobody said shit. I'm glad you say that because what the thing, I'm glad the, I said it too thing, because it makes you happy. The only thing <laughs> this is so I nice. Like, I love making you. That's happy. what we do. We have a back and forth and do a radio program. <laughs> That's good fodder. <laughs> That's good I'm fodder. Say right more there. things that you are glad about. <laughs> well, uh, again, my my thing is only that when he's going to write, and I know it's his style of writing, like yeah. kind of those like harsh, gaspy jokes, and it's not supposed to be going to these people. I hate that the the kids saw it and then right away go. It's like, hey, tough guy, make a joke like that. It would have never gone that way. That's not who it's for. We all do that um, uh, in comedy. But he just said when the perspective of somebody has shifted, that's something that you don't have. You don't have a perspective shift because you do know them. Do you know what I mean? Right. But when the world, and you know the world's this is why i can think maybe louis is just not a little like in tune what's happening i don't know i, I know he knows the levity of it for sure right or, or i should like the weight of it you know yeah. i for sure he's getting that yeah and i feel uh, i do feel bad for him well he I even do. says on stage he goes what are you gonna what are you gonna take my birthday right he goes, well, you've taken everything that, i got nothing that's left the thing that happened now is you 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 have you know a guy who doesn't have anything to lose yeah because you took it all and now you're trying to take more that isn't there it's not there. Like you can. There's more there. to take, but I mean, there's just, not. But, there. No, he, if, but, if, but how would you get? You can't take his money. There's nothing else to take because yeah. you know they took from him his power. Yeah, his, his power, fame. Yeah, his fame. Oh well, they didn't take his fame. They took his power. They took, he's infamous now. Somehow well, more famous. More he, now than they ever. didn't take his fan base, but they took his fame. His power is his fame. Mm-hmm. At that point, is is he could green light shows. He could tap you and go, "Let's do a show." Yeah, and that's it. That's gone. Right. So now you put him back to just as a con. Mm-hmm. So now he's just going to do what he's funny. Right. He's going to go try f- to find funny, and he's going to do whatever he wants to do. Whatever. I know guys that were hacks, stole jokes, known hacks, and then w- at one point they went, "I don't want to do this anymore." Became crystal clean joke writers for the Tonight Show, and now they're just monologue clean, hilarious guys. Yeah. So you you can't sit there and say. Uh, you know where he's going or what he's doing or what his journey. He can do whatever he wants. Sure. Yeah. And now the fact that they're they're being judgmental, uh, people can just. So what you're saying is it's okay for people to record our sets anytime they want uh, now now and then go release it and judge us on it and take yeah. stuff away from us because a small group of people look. Does everybody think Judd or Pete Holmes is the, oh my God, no. No. There's people that don't, look, I think he's funny. I like Judd, okay? I like Pete. I have no problem with those guys. But I'm not going to sit there. If someone sits and goes, oh, oh." I have people that go, oh, he's fucking unfunny. And I'm like, well, all right, whatever. I don't give a shit. Why why are we going to have this conversation? Why are we going to have this conversation about what you don't think Judd is doing right on stage? Okay, right. yeah. I don't. I do what I fucking do. You do what you do. Maybe yours is clean, more acceptable, more uh, worldly, or you can get on places and, and not as offensive. What I do is offensive mm-hmm. to some people. Is it m- the most offensive? <laughs> Fuck no. But I don't judge the people that are fucking really offensive either. It's what we do and who you are as a person. That's a big thing. So to go back, the only thing Judd's that made me think, and again, I just think don't think it's Judd's thing to put that out there on on twitter yeah but he just did almost more of an explanatory thing of why it would blow up like that not that we don't right understand why uh, the world hearing a parkland joke and wanting to be mad at somebody gives you ex- an excuse to right but he just said uh you know when you find out michael jackson is molesting children yeah uh, or you know when that's proven or whatever it is yeah. you know if, if if that was proven to be true to you yep. or michael jackson admitted that in yep. some way yep 
as Louis did, when you hear like pretty young thing, he goes, it kind of makes you, it, you take it in a little bit differently. And I go, sure, I get the point. So I get one why one of my favorite goes, jokes in the world, Dan Adamans pedophilia joke about Michael Jackson because he sure. had, he was a better he was it was easier for him to be a pedophile because he had rides. Yeah. yeah, most pedophiles are working with candy. <laughs> I mean, you can't. I mean, you're yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Of course, he goes. Uh, you know, the kid walks up and he goes, uh, "Hey, kid, come here to the van. Come on, get in." He goes, "You have rides? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna suck your dick for an hour later." <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious. But I'm saying, all so I'm saying to is say, so- but to take something as fucked up as pedophilia, mm-hmm. yeah, and to make a joke about it. Now we have to worry about everybody that's ever been molested hearing it because it, you, like you said it's not for it's not to, for them yeah it's not for you to hear we're not coming to your house and forcing you to if i don't listen to certain jokes now what i do do i you know i don't have any jokes about parkland shootings it's just not my thing but i don't hate people who try to find funny in mm-hmm. those jokes the comedy club is the safe space yeah should that be. it's you don't yeah. need to say we are that we say the fucked up shit that you can't so you can laugh at crazy shit. All the fucked up shit in marriages, all the fucked up shit with religion. The, all the You don't think Christians thought George Collin was a fucking going to hell with what he said about God? Yeah. But yeah. They, were, they were sitting in the audience and they, they're Christian laughing their asses off well, not, because God always needs money. Well, it's, like, it's like, that's true. Holy shit. <laughs> Judd sort of explains that at one point in the thing. He goes, some, some, he dealt with something with like abused victims of like, transgender people being abused so some he just saw something with that recently and it affect him but again he's doing he's making the mistake of like you're letting your feeling affect like the greater thing you're like maybe we should just take it easy on trans people because they get murdered in record numbers he goes it doesn't make my joke not funny man right i I, I would never just go hey baby trans people get murdered in, in record numbers uh, get it? <laughs> like, there's got to be some substance around a humor of that. You know what I mean? Because I don't know. I don't want to go up there and d- tell a sad story about. Well, something. not. But you're saying that we can't make fun of. All you're saying is that you shouldn't make fun of trans people. You shouldn't make fun of gays. You shouldn't make fun of blacks. You shouldn't make fun of women uh, in a bad way. You shouldn't make fun of shootings. You shouldn't make fun of. Th- now you have to come up with a list of stuff we can't do in rooms. Yep. Uh, on the now we all should not do this. Okay. Now we're living your life. Yeah. Yep. You're not living. How about the guy? Yeah, you're a jukebox now. So now I live your values system. I live your religion. I live your views. I'm you. So you just, I mean, that sounds like fascism to me. That's crazy shit where it's like, look, I, but I, here's the thing. I like Judd. I like, I, me and Pete aren't going to hang out, but I like him. We do share some things. We share. Um, All right, Bobby. Again, you want to be on season four of Crashing. But I'm saying. <laughs> He's a good guy. He understands how to cast a show. You really no, sound uh, like Buford T. Idiot right now. No, <laughs> I'm saying is that we all, we all, we all have empathy for people. Sure. We all give a shit about people. It doesn't, because you do a fucked up joke doesn't make you a piece of shit. Exactly. Have you felt any nope. feelings of uh, jealousy that you know that Lou, uh, DJ Lou's come out to see us several times at our gigs at respectively Caroline's or The Cellar mm-hmm. or stuff like that, and uh, he's going to go watch his real love, Sebastian Menkis Kalkos, mm-hmm. this weekend at the Garden backstage? No. I'm just a regular guy. He didn't get you backstage? get through life. Shut your mouth. He didn't give you backstage. No. (laughs) 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 Jacob, did you also just assume it was backstage? I just assumed. (laughs) Yeah, so did I. Who never gets on a list with? with Isolate. (laughs) 
Isolate that audio because you can hear. I've never the, heard someone laugh so hard. It's such nefarious. It's such <laughs> evil. Like <laughs> no, but uh, my mom went to see Sebastian in L.A. at the what was the Greek theater, and I said, Lou, no, I said, Lou, I said, Lou, could you get? Because uh, I know he does meet and greets. I said, can you get my mom to go backstage uh, for a uh, meet and greet? It'll, it's her birthday. He said, dude, done deal. <laughs> he had no power. <laughs> he couldn't get it. He tried. I mean, I, tell I give him a lot tell, of credit. He, goes, he tried. Tell her but... to pack a bag. Because, <laughs> yeah. yes. He goes, I'll do you one better. She's going to stay with him for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> goes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to helicopter her from her house to the venue. You know what? And this is crazy. And this is just my pal, Seabass. Uh, <laughs> goes, Jacob, you are in luck because you happen to know the guy who knows the guy. I understand you know, I, uh, him not being able to get my mom backstage for but, but Lou, you work directly with him. I don't want to say anything, but I think I got turned down by his ticketing department. <laughs> you oh. had to speak to his ticketing department? That's Why don't what you I text mean. him? Jay, hey, Lou. Yeah. Wait a second. Do you not have Sebastian's phone number? I do, but I don't want to bother the guy. You talk with him every week. You're, yeah, about you radio stuff. You should be like this. You'd be like, dude, I'm so psyched to watch you from section 114. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, not even that. Just just the text that goes, so where exactly are 290 C and D? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what does obstructed view mean? <laughs> I didn't oh cool, they're doing sitting from behind the stage. <laughs> <laughs> they said they're uh, they're gonna be televising it in a separate room. Oh, dude, that's so funny. He's in a banquet room at the Hyatt next to the garden. Here's a free cup of coffee and your choice of cookies. Biscoff. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna let you backstage, but you have to take care of his nana. <laughs> he goes, and just for the last half of the show, Lou, I need you to push my grandmother into the. <laughs> Studio space. Um, How much closer could you be with a guy? You couldn't. <laughs> you could be lovers. I were not it's very fine. close, Jacob. I'm sorry, but I'm glad I didn't get you tickets because I, I, I heard you would have appreciated it. I, heard I Pete appreciated Corio. it a lot I heard that Pete. you even tried to get you, my mom. But I'm saying you, of all people, should have been able to get backstage. Well, you never really fully specified. What did he get your mom? Nothing. I mean, <laughs> no, he couldn't. He tried to get her like a backstage meet and greet, like a photo. Did he get her to the show? No, they already had tickets. So you couldn't even get so tickets to the show. No, Jacob, they already had the tickets. And Jacob asked if Lou had its juice to have her. Why would they buy tickets when they know that uh, her son, her it son walks knows. the halls with yeah. the same man? Yeah. <laughs> he has his personal phone number. I don't know why you're laughing so hard, Jacob. Jamie Foxx fucking hated you. Whoa. Jamie Foxx didn't hate me. He just didn't know I existed. There's <laughs> <laughs> a, a complete difference. Touche. Yeah. That's very different. Yeah. Jamie Foxx goes, who? <laughs> I go, Jacob Patat. I'm at like some, you're at a party later. Jamie, he's at the cellar. You're like, Jacob Patat worked on Foxhole. He goes, I didn't no clue who that is. That's like, by the way, he said that with the bitterness of that he asked Jacob at one point. He goes, hey, can you get me a, a small walk-on part in Ray 2? And Jacob went, done deal. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie, Jacob ran your channel from New York. We weren't, we were in many huddles together. You, you don't remember, <laughs> don't remember me? Didn't he film the new Tyson? He did a Tyson movie. Did he really? Yeah, I think they Jacob, made it. you know, you have the inside no, track. After uh, I left Jacob, the foxhole, it was over. Play, I made, when I make, a, you play I make a break, I make a clean break. You go, no more, Jamie. I can't wait to have uh, an evil Jacob laugh drop. 
<laughs> you were so happy that Lou's sitting in the no, fucking I'm not happy. bleachers. I just, yeah, I, you are. I wasn't happy. Like I, I think he should go back. Be able to go backstage. It's insane. I'm not, you're not laughing going. at him. I the just backstage think, at Madison Square Garden is now. immense. There's so much space. I'm laughing at the absurdity of it. It'd be it. great I mean, if you. It'd be great if you got back. Years they've been working together. It'd be great if you got backstage. Like if you asked Pete and Pete got you backstage, and then you surprised him, asked him backstage. He's like, "What are you doing? <laughs> How the hell did you just skirt by security?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Big J Okerson, and I hope you enjoyed this week's Best of the Bonfire. You can listen to the show live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Be sure to follow us on social media, at the Bonfire SXM. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and not a yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.